Hi and welcome to another What's Current podcast from Napier and I'm joined today by Rolek and we've got Alan here. So welcome Alan, thanks for coming along. So um, just to start with Alan, just um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Rolek and what you do. So I'm the Contractor Relations and Training Manager at Rolek and my role mainly on a daily basis is having that port of contact. Somebody that you can rely on, get in touch with and offer additional support. Yeah, and like you said, we talked earlier a little bit about that signposting, perhaps the different aspects of what, what the company does as well. Yeah, absolutely. So product knowledge, yeah. um, trying to build relationships with potential customers, mm-hmm. how to win business is, is key. Yeah, also, um, understanding the marketplace and opportunities. Yeah, yeah, that's key. Um, obviously, Rolex has been in the EV market for a, a long time. You know, what my days on the tools, I remember the first sort of EV chargers. There were only players in the game, really, if I remember rightly. Um, and that, that transition of the company has come on a long way, hasn't it? Tell us a little bit about your understanding of where the, the journey started in EV and EV charging and where they are now. I think from obviously back then, the old plug and play, the no compliance, yeah. earth rods and all that sort of stuff. Oh, I remember stuff. those days, yeah, yeah, <laughs> earth electrodes, yeah. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. and we're still getting calls saying, is that still the way oh, really? we install? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's quite strange actually that I find that there's lots of people with hundreds of years of knowledge mm. you know, uh, combined within businesses, but they still don't understand the EV market. No. So essentially, we was one of the first players in the market, as you say, over yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, we're proud to be um, a UK manufacturer as well. Good. Our yeah. roots are based in Boston, in Lincolnshire. Mm. We're one of the main employees of it in the region as well. Um, and the company's growing and we find that it's an exciting marketplace. Yeah, I, I think for me, you know, seeing the, the transition of, like I say, Rolex in the early days, and like you say, you would be the only market leaders really, and then suddenly there was a burst of all of these companies that were producing EV charging points, um, promising weird and wonderful stuff as well without getting too technical, but I think what, what's been pleasing is that transition. I mean, I remember being at Solar Storage Live, the installer show and other shows this year, and seeing that the new product and innovation that you've got on the market. I mean, you've, you've stood the test of time, haven't you, really, is where I'm going with that. It's been challenging yeah. as well, because like any business, as soon as there's other competitors that are coming into the industry, don't get me wrong, there's some that have come and gone, yeah. and that will still be the case, and we're, mm. we're proud to know that we're still in the marketplace and still going strong. And if anything, moving forward for the next three or four years, the business plan is to expand mm. and grow more products. Mm. We've got the largest product range in Europe, right. so that's a massive attraction for mm. uh, installers currently. But we're also looking for new innovation, new technology, better ways to charge the vehicles. Um, so we've got an L&D site in Nottingham, so I think we've got about 10 employees there that are continuously yeah. looking yeah. for the next best charging. Yeah, I think, I think with this market and the renewables in general, EV, you've got to stay ahead of the game, haven't you? Because as soon as you stop still and think you've got the perfect product, like you say, there's someone else that's coming and takes over and they're the next best thing. But, you know, so it's good to hear that you're putting that into research, development and, and what's coming around the corner. It's a fast evolving marketplace, would you believe? Mm. Um, And of course, with solar, battery storage as well. Mm. So we need to make sure that our units are compatible. Yeah. And trying to think one step ahead all the The time. Absolutely. Otherwise, you'll get left behind. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see that transition. What do you see um, as the main benefits then? If if I'm on a spark and I'm thinking I've not quite made that transition from traditional power and lighting and I'm thinking I'm comfortable with what I'm doing, you know, if I'm thinking of EV charging or perhaps other renewables or let's stick with EV charging, what what do you see as the main benefits for a contractor getting involved in that side? 
the fact that if you if you're a contractor, whether you're um, sort of one person in their van mm -hmm. through to a national um, supplier, what you have to think is, will you be losing business? Mm, true. Because your current um, client base that you've got, mm. you're probably working with them on a yearly basis, sometimes a monthly basis if you've got certain contracts in place. Mm. As soon as now companies and individuals are asking for EV charges, if you're saying no, are you potentially losing that contract off the back end that you don't actually offer EV installs? Yeah, it's true that because I think about, you know, by the time I come off the tools, obviously the EV market was established solar to a certain degree, but like you say, if, you, if you're not prepared to move into it, the company, that, that client base not only could go somewhere for the EV charging point, but also your other work you might lose. Like you say, and I think of it, if you think of a standard domestic installer, you know, the customer demand, if they're buying an electric vehicle, it's a natural progression that you've got to fit them an EV charging point, so why wouldn't you? Yeah, because 80% of EV drivers are physically charging at home. Yeah, yeah. So is it as high as that? Is yeah, it? Wow. it absolutely yeah. is. It's yeah. all about destination charging. Yeah, of course it is. So yeah. if you've not got a charger at home, don't mm. get me wrong, not everybody, certain parts of London, for an example, where it's mm. difficult yeah. uh, to install a charger, especially at blocks of flats, but that's an evolving marketplace it is, yeah. at, at the same time. So essentially, you don't have to be what you class as a large uh, contractor. No. There's plenty of business on a domestic workplace and commercial level. Yeah, and I suppose then if you did step up to that commercial industrial level and you got that job where it says, look, we want 10 charging points, there's benefits there, isn't there? Because you're growing your market share, your your revenue and all the, you know, you're attracting bigger and bigger clients really, aren't you, if you want to enter into that market? It's a new marketplace, yeah. essentially, but you're still using the same skill asset. Of course you are. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the key. So essentially, you're opening up to new customers, new mm. clientele, and a forward way of thinking. Yeah. So if you've found that maybe, say, your pack testing side of the business is just falling off slightly, yeah. at least you can then replace that with, some, with something new. Yeah. Uh, it's not complicated to get into the EV world either. Not these that, days, no. The, the equipment's so, you know, techno the technology needs to move leaps and bounds in it, you know. I don't want to simplify it as much because I get told off if I say it's four screws sticking on a wall because <laughs> I know it's not. Being technical myself, I know you're not, but being technical myself, I know there's much more to it. But I think, you know, it, if, we've, if we've made the technology better in the actual charge themselves, we've took that additional sort of headache away, haven't we? Because your products are all type tested, do what they say on the tin kind of thing. It's pretty much off the shelf. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's about revenue streams. Yeah. From a business which is looking to scale, or actually there'll be some people needing to stay in business. True. So yeah. if you can offer a turnkey solution, so a good example of this would be, and I say to most of my customers, it's not about just the install, mm. that's a short-sighted vision. Yeah. It's about the maintenance and the repair oh, sure. yeah. offering maintenance and service packages. Yeah. You know, so you're containing the client for such a long time, yeah. hopefully then everything electronic within that business is coming through to that one contractor, yeah. that's the aim. Yeah, it's like a capture-all approach, isn't it, really? So, yeah, thinking of that then, what you know, that long-term revenue stream, um, how do you support that then? Are you just highlighting things they've not talked about? Because they're busy doing their day job, you know, they're pulling up in the van, installing these things left, right and centre. So, like you said, short-sightedness in the install, but do you highlight things of, like, have you considered funding revenues, have you considered this, have you considered that, do you get involved in the minutiae of the business as well? We do, so if you're yeah. an approved installer, of course we will also offer warranty work for you, yeah. so you know the site, so yeah. it would make sense for us to then offer you the opportunity to go out and do warranty repair work as well, oh, on okay. the same site, yeah. you know the customer, they know you, you know the full infrastructure that you've put in place for that mm. specific customer as well. So that's great. Um, having other opportunities such as the benefits of offer them a package. So if anything goes wrong with the charger, 
it's one phone call to your yeah. contractor that mm. initially did the install. Yeah. So it's nice, easy, it's pressure off because you'll find that companies are probably being forced to put these charges in place because mm. they've obviously got maybe a net zero ambitions. Yeah. yeah. And you've got the salary sacrifice, so you've got employees asking for electric vehicles. Mm. Trying to manage those at this moment in time when you're managing a business yeah. is quite difficult. So being able to just call one contractor and they will take care of everything for you is a massive way forward for for the business. Yeah, and and I, I think we did we did some talks recently um, at some of our expos at our shows, and one thing we highlighted to our members was some of those funding streams for commercial and industrial projects. And one we missed a little bit really that highlighted to us by members because you learn so much back of them was the infrastructure schemes. Um, through the government, you know, and also uh, future-proofing, you know, certain amount of charge points can get that back to the client you're installing for. So those are attractive for your customer. And if you're if you're an installer, an approved installer with yourselves, you know, having that knowledge in your head to say, well, you, the customer gets this as well, not only the designer and installer of the equipment, but also giving that to the, the, the customer and saying, look, did you realise there's grants available for this, that and the other? It's a key point. Yeah. So what we're advising our customers is, from a contractor point of view, let's get a sales and marketing package. Mm. So when you're currently going out to do a job, mm. you're offering the service because if, if they don't know, they're not going to call you. Of course not, it's right. as simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Um, so then you've got the government schemes, yeah. which are fantastic, and I believe from what installers are telling me, it's so much easier yes. than what it used to be you, months yeah, ago. Okay. I think yeah. it's they've simplified it a lot now. Yeah. I think there's like three fifty and five hundred pounds available per charge point or something like that. So it's not yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really is. Yeah. So from that perspective, now I think contractors are now rethinking that, yeah. and that's a way through the door. Of course it is. Because yeah. not every business will be cash rich to invest purely in yeah, every charge. Yeah. And of course you've got something like What If, which is um, a private funded option. Okay. So you can do no money down. Mm. And the, whether it's a, a £5,000 in-store or whether it's a, a £100,000. And there's also different funding options and finance options. And that's really what I'm trying to get across to the contractors at the moment. Yeah. Open the door with these conversations mm. because a company may be frightened of putting that infrastructure in because yeah. they necessarily don't want to go to the bank. Yeah, and they're, they're worried that if they put so much money into the EV, will there be return on investment? True. So it's an education piece yeah. about finance and also the return on investment. Could there be public charges? So could they charge visitors that are coming to their sites? Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's also another education piece contractors need to go in with mm -hmm. and actually educate a business owner. So much more, isn't there, when you think about it, just to the, the thing that sits on the wall, you know, which is the product, you know, because there's everything that sits behind it, like you're saying. It's, it's, you know, businesses like yourself that do that, you know, have a person in, 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 in your place to be able to do that with installers is fantastic, isn't it? Because like I say, when I was on the tools, I was very much thinking, I need to go and do this today, and I'm thinking with my hands and my tools and a bit of equipment, but I, I, it's good to highlight all those things that sit in the background, isn't it? And that's where I'd like yeah. to think I'm doing so well in yeah. my role currently. So I'm not telling you how to install a charger. They know that. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, they, yeah. You don't need anyone Hopefully, to tell you how yeah, to yeah. do your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, advising them on different routes to market, yeah. how to gain uh, confidence in mm. offering a new side of the business. So mm. almost it's like saying we're a Swiss Army knife, we've got different divisions to our business mm. and ideally we can say yes to oh, most I work. Yeah. Strategy is being strategic in your thinking as a business, isn't it? Yeah. It is and yeah. also, um, as you said, you're going from day to day to day, mm. but what happens if that starts to dry up? Yeah. 
Yeah. Where's the next income stream? Mm. Or if you're looking to leverage and grow your business, what other arms can you attract? Mm. You know, mm. and it's, I also from speaking to people on the tools, it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. Not everybody wants to go out and necessarily rewire a property. Yeah. You know, it's nice, quiet installs. Mm. Some some are domestic, just yeah. single installs, yeah. and actually some people are just happy to do two or three domestic installs a day. Yeah, nice and, and a good living out of it, right? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, charging the right price for the right product, and and you know, I've seen plenty of vans that used to go from electrician, no job too big, no job too small, to EV specialists. You know, there's plenty out there, and you can find that you know those kind of people, you know, on YouTube and social media that are just making a living out of doing installs, or like you said, maintenance and fault finding is a bigger revenue as well. It is because yeah. you'll find that large businesses will move into a premises with chargers. Mm. They don't know how to get them configured and get them online. Yeah. And actually don't understand what the revenue potential could be either. So this is where we're educating people on our training courses. Uh, I was going to come on to that. Tell us a little bit more about that, the training. Well, we, we do three types of training currently. Mm. So it will be installer and an introduction to the EV market and open opportunities. Yeah. Uh, essentially talking about the hardware and software. Is that for brand new people in the market? Would you say? For both. both. For yeah. both, because you will find that some people have been asked to install um, a domestic install, for an example or maybe one of their commercial clients have asked and they don't really know what they're doing. Okay. And what I mean by that is they don't understand how, when they've installed it, how to get them online, yeah. with, with all the smart features now, especially if you're looking to maybe cool. have yeah. private or public use on those yeah. chargers, so it's educating them. And of course, the brand awareness and also the different range of what chargers will do. Yes. You've got some yes. which are not 4G compatible because they don't yeah. need that facility. You've got some which need to be maybe roaming on 4G. Yeah. And obviously yeah. you've got like the different connectors of Wi-Fi, Ethernet. Mm. So it's advising uh, what customers can have. Um, also the done mode, if yeah. you don't want the smart feature yeah. enabled. So you've got some businesses which say we don't want our data to be out there whatsoever. Yeah. So there's so many different avenues a client might want to use for their EV charge. So it's listening to the customer's needs as well and educating installers that, like I say, we're gung-ho and get the tools out there and think they know what they need. It's having that conversation at the beginning and say, what do you need this for? You know, it might, they might want it for things like advertising, you know, and like you say, how they charge for it and, and different things and operating and management systems can be complex. So you do all training, is that, is that um, you do that in-house? And We do. Yeah. We do at our yeah. HQ yeah. in Boston. Yeah. And the reason for that is our chargers are already installed. Yes. So they get to meet the technical team. Nice. So they get to see face-to-face -face who they'll be working with if they've ever got any issues or they need some on-site assistance. Yeah. We've got our own um, onboarding team as well yeah. so they get to meet the onboarding team get to meet the national sales manager so if they've got any issues when mm -hmm. they're physically purchasing the units from a wholesaler they've got the sales director which is also um, based in boston so they get to meet the whole team yeah i bet um, those prove really popular don't they especially to, if they want to go with let's say for instance an, a, a, an installer wants to go with two or three major brands of ev installer they can come to you as rolex and say right you know I'm going to be trained on your particular product and the nuances, like you say, of the software applications. You know, that's something above and beyond, isn't it, that you offer really? Because I can go and buy one off the shelf from a wholesaler and have none of that support. No, and you, yeah. and you won't even yeah. know how to commission. Yeah, apart so, from some instructions, which I don't know which way up they go. <laughs> and nobody wants to read instructions. <laughs> yeah, I know I don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we also offer sales and marketing training. So yeah. this is something new which we just brought out this month yeah. actually, and that was such a success. So that's people saying, we're on the tools, we know what we're doing, but how can we grow? Yeah. And how do we proposition yeah. EV 
to our current yeah. clients and to potentially new clients. So that was around social media advertising, how we quote. Yeah, yeah, it's a big issue for contractors. And so what we've actually done is we've done a guide. So we've actually supplied you as an installer with cold calling templates, cold email templates. Wow. We, because we yeah. know that the next thing people will say when they come on a course is, how do I action all of this? Yeah. The scribbling notes, we've actually said, you don't need to necessarily need to scribble all your notes, we're going to provide you with everything. Yeah. The marketing tools, your approved installer status. Yeah. What does that mean from a manufacturer point of view and installer point of mm. view? We're connected. Yeah, that gives massive confidence it's to your new customers. Full circle stuff, isn't it, really, Alan? Because I think I think my going back to my days again, saying like a right old bugger when I say stuff like this, but my days is like I was pretty good at the install side, but you know the invoicing, uh, sorry, the quoting, all the full circles, the invoicing is probably the bit the paperwork side or thinking like you said about marketing is probably that the salesy bit is probably where I, I didn't get enough business, you know, or there was times when I was quiet and I could have been doing something to attract that business. So to do that as a company is really good for installers, isn't it? A great example yeah. of this would be, you've come to visit my property, you've advised me of what charger uh, would suit my criteria, mm. but rather than going away and sending me a quote the next day or the next three to four days, because you're busy yeah. and you're back on the tools, yeah. because that's your comfort zone, there's now a, um, a sheet which we've provided which you can go on your iPad or on your mobile phone and click, click, click. There's, there's the total yeah. and give me the quote there and then. Wow. And what we're saying is we're, I'm more likely to say yes or no yeah. at that stage yeah. because I've been given the information. If I'm happy and you've educated me yeah. well, I'm more than likely to give you an install date for sure, yeah. rather than waiting for the next person who's coming next week and somebody yeah. else the week after. Yeah. It's delaying that uh, process. And of course, um, we offer leads, direct leads, to our approved installers as well. Oh, so I'm nice. saying, you need to Some be... Some low-hanging fruit there for Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's another benefit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I better yeah. put that in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and that's something that we, we don't promise, but we certainly try to distribute as we yeah. get the leads in. But it's talking about when you're contacting a client, how many touch points it might take to then arrange a site survey and to give them the educational pieces. Yeah. So if you've not got hold of someone, can you send them information prior on email? Yeah. So yeah. they've had something to open. So when you do have that conversation, they yeah. understand a little bit about the industry or even looking at uh, videos, pre-video. Mm. Oh, before okay, you go yeah. out to site. Yeah, so, it hi, like. it's yeah. Alan from Ross mm. Electrical. Mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing you on Friday. This is what we're going to go through. The site survey should take no longer than, say, 30 minutes, and this is what to expect. Wow. Yeah. So, it's trying to go levels yeah. over. However, this, you don't need to invest in any technology. Every yeah. installer's got a mobile phone. A smartphone. So, yeah. this can all be done. Mm. And it's getting them to think out of the box, and that can be the difference between winning new business and not. Yeah. Uh, when you're quoting a client, would it, would it be fantastic if it looks really slick, yeah. really nice, yeah. and it just goes to show that you, you take extra care because if your quote it, quotation looks good, mm. the installs are yeah, going to look yeah. good. You can see that front to end stuff. If they've been professional from the start, you, you sort of know what you're getting for your money, don't you? Absolutely. If someone turns up and goes, oh, I'll get that quote to you next week, and it comes on a scratchy bit of paper, you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I'm not, sure, about, envelope, I'm not sure what this charging pod's going to look like when it's finished. Yes. And then the third one is the technical training, yeah. which we offer. So we've actually got our very first one um, on Friday. Oh, okay. And this is inviting technicians into Rolex and doing a, a deep dive into the older units. Yeah. As we said earlier, we've been 
around for yeah, a for long time. Stuff, yeah. So we're looking at uh, maintenance options if yeah. we're repairing one of the units and also the new smart units. Yeah. Uh, fault finding, FAQs, what they come across. So if a customer calls them, they've got an idea. Yeah. It might be that they don't necessarily have to attend site. They probably know what it is. That could just be a hard reset, for an example. Yeah. So it's it should be done deep. through the software system. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. it might not even need um, a visit. site visit. Yeah. Which um, saves everyone time, doesn't it? An inconvenience if I need to turn up to do this. It, yeah, it really yeah. does because time's money, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. if we can try to eliminate what the potentials could be, mm. at least we're not wasting time going backwards and forwards to site. And we've understood that that's a frustration for mm. contractors. So we actually listen to what mm. contractors need and supply them with the right information because you have the hardware side of things and of course the software, so the back office providers and how to set up teams if it's for a, a commercial client, for an yeah. example, mm. and offering them additional support. So um, we like to think that Relax Reborn. Oh, I like that, yeah. I'd say that's, yeah, from what I've seen, I'd, I'd like that phrase, yeah, because you were there at the beginning and you've, you've rose, not from the flames, that sounds wrong, don't say flames in an electrical <laughs> podcast, but you, you've sort of come fresh and up, I mean, everything's like, yeah, brand new. It We've does feel like everything, you know, yeah. it's, about, it's about yeah. relationships yeah. and retaining relationships. Yeah. We need to do that and we need to practice what we preach. We can't be advising our contractors to, to do the same if we're not, we're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. And you're keeping those approved contractors loyal to you then, aren't you? Because you're giving added value. And they want yeah. to then only spend Rolex, so it goes cap in hand. And we know that our mm. biggest sales force is contractors. It's contractors, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, um, finally, Alan, if, if I'm thinking of getting into this world and I want to become, we talked about it. Uh, quite a bit extensively, but if I literally go, I've listened to this podcast, I want to install Rolex chargers, that's the only one for me, I like what I've heard from Alan, how do I how do I get in touch and how do I get involved and what's the process? Our website, I presume, is the first port yeah, call or an email. There's our website, um, mm -hmm. hopefully you can put my email details and contact mm -hmm. details um, in the podcast, um, but essentially just contact Rolex, contact myself and I'll be able to advise you, we can even set up a Teams call just to discuss the benefits. So that's yeah. not a sales pitch at that time. That's just a simple... See where we each other's at. Yeah, we yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, thanks for that, Alan. It's been really useful today, really insightful, and, and a, a good chat from something apart from the technical side of it, so understanding a business, which a lot of contractors need to know and installers out there. So thanks for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. So thanks for listening to another What's Current podcast from Napier. Hope you've enjoyed that, and see you on the next one.